Can Maryland basketball get back on track versus Michigan? You are Locked On Terps, your daily podcast on the Maryland Terps. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked on Terps, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Maryland absolutely cannot lose this game to Michigan, and they need to get back on track for everyone in the Maryland program, for the players, for the coaches, for all the fans. The Maryland Terrapins need this game against Michigan in the worst way possible. Let me explain. Maryland and Michigan are tied for the bottom of the conference right now with both having a conference record of one and three and Michigan currently is 14th in the conference while Maryland is the 13th team in the country. Both are at the bottom. Whoever loses this game between these two teams, between Maryland and Michigan are going to be at the bottom of the conference. Personally, I don't want to be seen as a program that is the bottom of the Big Ten after being picked early on this season to be a top three team in the Big Ten, a top four team in the Big Ten by all the people who do that type of thing, who rank the teams before the season. And even I thought we were going to be like a top five, six team in the Big Ten. But I don't want to go from doing that to being the worst team in the Big Ten overall. And I don't know what the players want. I'm assuming they want the same thing and what everyone else wants. Maybe some of the fans want us to lose out so that Kevin Willard can be out as Maryland coach. But I know that I do not want to be known as the program that is the worst team in the Big Ten and the worst record in the Big Ten. I don't want to be known there. I don't want to be there at all. And I don't want our season to continue on this path. I would love us to get back on track. That's why this game is so important for Maryland, and it's so important for us to win, and it's so important for us to get back on track. But this Michigan team isn't that good. They're not that good. They're pretty bad right now. They're one and three in the Big Ten, but it's not like us where we're six or we're nine and six overall like we have an okay record outside of the conference play because of some of the bad teams you play overall this Michigan team is six and nine overall this team is definitely right now playing like the worst team in the Big Ten we are definitely in the conversation but we are not bad we are not as bad as this team they're a pretty bad team overall and the point is if we lose this game we are definitely going to be seen as the worst team in the Big Ten. And that has a ripple effect on things. Don't think you can be the worst team in the Big Ten and still recruit really well and have a top 25 class like we did last class, even though if it's not panning out quite like we thought it would and it's it doesn't look quite as good as we thought it would. Don't think we're going to be able to have a top 25 class. and Don't think... 
people in the portal are going to want to come to Maryland. Don't think this program is going to be able to be rebuilt as easily if we finish as the worst team in the Big Ten. Everything just goes gets a lot harder when you finish at the bottom of the conference. And obviously there's a lot of games to make up to be able to climb that mountain and get to the middle of the pack. But this game is really big in terms of how we are going to finish in the Big Ten. If we win this game, we'll be sitting in the middle of the pack. We'll be at a good spot, I think, overall. But if we lose, we will be at the bottom of the conference. And I'm telling you, I don't think we're a March team this year. And a lot of this year is about getting ready for next year, in my opinion, getting players to develop like Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jamie Kaiser and all the rest of the freshmen and getting them ready to take on bigger roles next year overall and making this program still look in a pretty solid spot to be able to get guys in the portal and be able to get other guys like that, be able to have that ability overall to be able to continue to recruit well, to be able to get guys overall. Because if we're not able to do that, this Maryland team loses Jameer Young next season, and I wouldn't be surprised if we lose more than that. I don't wouldn't be surprised if other players enter the portal. I wouldn't be surprised if Julian Reese enters the portal if we're if we finish the bottom of the Big Ten. I won't be surprised if one of the freshmen enter the transfer portal. I wouldn't be surprised at all because that's kind of how these things go overall. Nobody wants to be a part of a losing team in college basketball, even if you're the star of the team. People will transfer for better places and better opportunity to go to somewhere that's going to prepare them better, or put them in a better spot to get more eyes on them, to be able to go to the NBA and today's current portal game. So not finishing the bottom of the Big Ten is important, and this game is huge because after this game, it gets a lot harder to get wins. Sunday, we go to 20th-ranked Illinois, who's a really good team. I've seen them play a couple of times. That Illinois team has a couple of players that are really top-notch, even though they lost their best player to um, some allegations and stuff overall. Um, they're still a really good team in the Big Ten. So we we'll go to them. They're ranked 20th in the country. And then to Northwestern, who has been around the top 25, and they just picked up a big win. And Michigan State at home, even though we're at home, they're still never easy at with time. Izzo. They'll always be elite. They'll always be a top team in the country kind of even if even if they don't have that number next to their name they're still going to be one of the better teams in the country one of the harder teams to play because of how well they're coached overall and how good they can do certain things and just overall what they are as a program and the talent that they have even when it doesn't show up exactly in the record and then so you're looking at this game and you're like dang we go in these this these couple of the rest of the Big Ten schedule is going to be really hard. We go on this three-game skid that's really challenging. Like I said, Michigan State, Illinois, Northwestern. What realistically, how many games can we win that in that stretch? Can we lose all three? We definitely could overall. So winning this game against Michigan puts us in a spot to if we even go one and two in that three-game stretch, then we're still probably somewhere in the middle of the pack of the Big Ten overall. So winning this game is extremely important to not be viewed as a bottom team in the Big Ten. And then also coming off the loss to Minnesota. I think that we need to get back on track, and Terp fans deserve to get back on track and to have a better team than what we're putting out there. After these, after the couple of bad losses we have had, we sold the game against Minnesota. We should have won that game. We were up at half. It felt like we had control of it. It felt like we were pretty evenly matched. It felt like we had a pretty good game plan in the first half. We had a ton of energy. And then second half, kaploom. 
it went downhill fast overall. So after that loss to Minnesota and then also the terrible loss to Purdue where we get absolutely crushed, 67 to 53, not close, where we have no answers. Those two losses make me say the Terps deserve a win. Terp fans deserve a fans. They deserve Terp fans deserve to get a win after those horrible performances that we've put up. They're horrible in different ways. I've talked about that on another segment. They're horrible because one, we blew a lead in a game we should have won. Another, we had no chance to win that game, but it was a horrible game plan overall. We couldn't stop anything that Purdue did. But I think it's really important for Maryland basketball to get back on track. Give the fans some hope at least even if it's false hope give the fans some hope that we're still a solid team at least that we can beat a Michigan team that hasn't done a lot overall how do the Terps beat Michigan I will tell you about that after this ad from the game time app have you ever wanted to go to the game at the last minute like a Maryland Terrapins game, but finding tickets is hard? I have been there before. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. How do the Terps beat this Michigan team that isn't very good right now? But I honestly think this Michigan team is very similar to Maryland in many ways very similar to many ways in terms of depending on the stars. Maryland has to win the battle of the stars to win this game. Both teams are star dependent. Michigan has two star, two stars of their own that they're kind of dependent on, just like we're dependent on Jameer Young and Julian Reese. Starting with Doug McDaniel, a guard that's actually from the DMV area, a guy that I wish we didn't let go out of the DMV. I wish we were able to get him. Maryland was on his offers list, but he decided to go with Michigan for whatever reasons. But these are the type of guys we want to have. It would it would help a lot to have Doug McDaniel next to Jameer Young right now. But Doug McDaniel versus Jameer Young, two of the best guards in the Big Ten, even if these two records that Michigan has and Maryland has – don't really match up to that. They are two of the best guards in the Big Ten overall and definitely have a chance to be in the Big Ten honor um, when the awards come out at the end, like all Big Ten type of players. Definitely Doug McDaniel is, and of course we know Jameer Young is. But both offenses go through these guards, and I'd say Maryland is Jameer Young dependent, and Michigan is, is very similar in a lot of the same ways. They're Doug McDaniel dependent. They Depend on Doug McDaniel to get buckets, to create shots for a lot of guys, create shots for others. McDaniel averages almost 18 points per game, four rebounds, and five assists, and is the team's leading scorer. Everything goes through this kid. He's a gritty kid, really talented player overall, can do a lot of different things, can create shots for others, can create shots for himself, can shoot it from the outside, can get to the rim. He's quick. He's not the biggest guy, but he's a quick guy that can really get by you overall. Whoever has his matchup, I won't be surprised if it's Jameer Young. I think it'll be Jameer Young, I'm assuming. 
has to be able to guard this guy well. If we slow down him, then I think we can win this game. If if Doug McDaniel doesn't have a big game, I, I think that's a real big key for us winning this game. He'll get his for sure overall, but he is a smaller guy. Make him finish oversized. He's probably like 5'10". I think they have him listed at maybe 5'11", but he's definitely not, not the biggest guy at all. So make him finish oversized. Defend him without fouling. Put your hands up. Block his shots. Like I said, just defend him with size. We we should be able to do that because he's a smaller guy. Make him finish over, guys. Don't foul him. Don't bail him out. Don't let him get to the free throw line overall. And I think if we do that, I think we have a pretty good chance. But I think Jameer Young also has to outplay him. If, if McDaniel scores more, gets more assists, then Jameer Young, then it's going to be hard for Maryland to win. I think they still can do it. But overall, I think Jameer Young needs to outplay Doug McDaniel. And I do think Jameer Young has the edge over McDaniel, especially how he's been playing down the stretch. But McDaniel is definitely a really solid player overall. And then there's a matchup of two other stars, Julian Reese versus Olivier. Olivier is their second best player right now. He's a transfer from Tennessee. I got to see him play a a touch at Tennessee just a tad. I don't watch a ton of Tennessee basketball, but I have watched them a little bit. And this guy's a really solid player. And he's expanded his role at Michigan. And he does some really good things overall. He averages 16.8 points per game, almost at 17, and gets 7.7 rebounds, which leads their team, which leads their team, and is 40% from the field. Don't let him beat us. Don't let McDaniel and Olivier beat us. If Maryland forces the other guys to score and other guys to take on the load, I think we win this game pretty comfortably. I think we can win pretty we can win this game pretty comfortably if we don't let McDaniel and Olivier to get going. Obviously, I don't honestly wouldn't think that both of them would be slowed down completely. I don't think Maryland's gonna be able to do that. I think McDaniel will score. I think Olivier will score a good bit. But if Maryland is key in the scouting report, definitely slow down them overall. Then Julian Reese is another key. He's going to be the key for the rest of the season. Every single time I bring out how do we win these games, I think it always revolves around Julian Reese. We've gotten a pretty consistent play from Jameer Young. He seems to drop like 20, 25 every single game. Julian Reese has been so inconsistent when he's playing well, like last game, he was playing well against Minnesota. Then he's in foul trouble against Purdue. Oh, he's just not, he has zero points. Like you see, you can't seem to just have, get a good Julian Reese game over these past couple games. So overall, Julian Reese has to play well for us to beat this Michigan team. Terrace Reed is a very solid defender. That's going to be down low on Reese. Um, I think he averages over a block per game about. So Reese has to be able to play well despite having Terrace Reed on him, a very solid defender overall. And then Maryland's offense has to take advantage of Michigan's bad defense. Michigan's defense is terrible right now. They allow pretty much everyone to score. So overall, Maryland's offense isn't that good. But Maryland's offense, Maryland's offense has to be better than the Michigan's defense both sides of the ball those are the two weaknesses that are going up against together against each other and something i would like to think has to give give so maryland's the offense has to be better than michigan's bad defense i think that's what's going to really what the game's going to come down to who on the other who on their side of the ball michigan's weakest at and also maryland's weakest at which side which team 
will play better at their weakest spot of the team. Will be Michigan will be Maryland because those two sides will be going up against each other, and I think something will have to give. So whoever has a better game in that sense in, in terms of Michigan's defense and Maryland's offense, I think will have a pretty good chance of winning this game. And then defend the three-point arc. Michigan is second in the conference in shooting. They shoot the ball 37% from the three-point line. We have to be able to defend the three-point arc because – they will get going from the three-point arc, and it'll be hard for us to win the game if they do because we have trouble scoring a lot of the time, and we have trouble shooting the ball. So if, if Michigan's making a lot more threes than us, obviously it's going to be a lot harder for us to score. I'm going to tell you my predictions for the game, who wins, who covers the spread after this ad from FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. I think Maryland wins this game. Michigan isn't good right now. They have so many holes on their team, and so do we. But I think their holes are – I think they have more holes than us. And I think Maryland wins this game. They lost to McNeese State 87-76. to I honestly don't know who that is. And they also lost to Long Beach State 94-86. to they have lost to some bad teams, and the common theme in those games is that teams are able to score. I think Maryland has a better offense than McNeese State, I would like to think, and Long Beach State. So my point is Maryland should be able to score the ball, and I talked about this right before. I said whoever wins the Maryland offense versus Michigan's defense is going to probably win this game overall. So I think Maryland's going to be able to score against this Michigan team. Anyone is scoring on Michigan. If you go through their scores, all of them are high scoring. Anyone can score against this Michigan team. And Maryland's defense is good enough to slow down Michigan as well. I don't think our defense is bad at all. I think we match up fairly well against them. I think our defense has showed a lot of promise in a bunch of different games this year. We've been ranked as a, um, as an upper echelon defense in all the country at a certain point. Um, so I do think we can do some things pretty well good at stopping Michigan's offense overall, slowing them down. I'm not saying that we're going to completely stop them, but I do think Maryland's defense is good enough to let Maryland's offense be able to cook Maryland's um, or Michigan's defense overall. We also rarely lose at home. This is a home game. We don't lose very many games at home, so I'd like to say that Michigan isn't very good. We don't lose very many home games, even Big Ten home games. We don't lose very many of. We did have the streak, even though that got broke. So overall, I do think Maryland does win this game. Now, the spread is interesting. The spread is five and a half. It makes sense to me. I think it's a solid number. Maryland is the favorite by five and a half points. Do the Terps cover? I've kind of gone back and forth with it. I can see it coming down to like the last shot, really. I can see it being that close overall between these two teams. I do think the Terps cover, I'm going to say, win by at least at least six. I think they win by at least six, but we'll see what happens overall. I do think the Terps win straight up, 
and get back on track. And I hope I don't have to come on here and talk about how we lost this game, but I do think Maryland wins this game overall. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball. So thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.